0: I unlock different files, and then I remember them because of that, you know, and I, I, as I, as I'm searching and I find it, I associate it immediately with everything that I know, and then I'm able to retain it, but it, it is that quest of how do you understand this?
1: You are now tuned in to the Always All In podcast with your host, Stefan Catalan. What up? It's your boy Stefan with the always all in podcast. And I'm here today because I have value to bring. I get super excited about doing these episodes just because I know that what comes out of it is gonna be helpful. And that's my promise to you is if I have something to give, I'm gonna give it. And so with that being said, I'd like to introduce my next guest, serial entrepreneur Clayton Abernathy. Clayton, tell him who you are and what you do.
0: I'm Clayton. <laughs> Call me Clay if you want. Uh, what do I do? Uh, that's a great question. I uh, I see things that uh, aren't there, and I try to capitalize and uh, and make them better. Um, you know, I, I have a real estate company, an insurance company, a construction company, uh, an investment company, a property management company. Uh, the list goes on and on. One of the most exciting things that I have currently working is Ideal Trade Institute, um, where we bring all of these things together, where we teach people to be. Come better people. Um, and we do that through teaching them the trades. Um, and, and, and it goes into all aspects of all of my companies, but uh, that's the thing I'm, I'm most excited about everything I do. I wake up every morning going, what, what else can we create? That's
1: heavy. I seen something super fascinating, like right along those lines of you see a red car and you start to see more red cars out there. You're either I, I had to catch myself this morning like I was I was looking for a problem almost and it's like okay am I a person who just looks for problems all the time and I had to ask myself that question and so with that it seems like you're an opportunist or an opportunity finder and so seeing the gap being able to bridge the gap like you're always probably looking for for areas to to just make life better
0: yeah a lot of people um I I, I teach a lot of people sometimes I'll put them in my car and drive them around and, and some people never would want to be in my head Too too much going on there but you know, it's connecting the dots. Um, and, uh, how many things can you hold in your brain at one point in time? And then can you put them together to make life better for somebody or, or to teach somebody something? Right. Otherwise, what's the point, in, right. point
1: well, in being here? Right. Well, shoot, I'm sitting in your car right now and allow this to be the vehicle. And if I was looking for just a way to, to, to really get things to stick for me that I might not be seeing, what would you say? What would be the, the first place I would go?
0: Funny because this last week I, I, I'm a studier. I like I like to g- grab knowledge and continue to put it in, and then I like to understand it. So I always start most of my days or, or my life with questions like how do I how do I do this or how do I make this better. Uh, when I read my scriptures, I'm I'm always searching for well why did he do that or or what would be the point in in this right or how do I make that better or how did that guy succeed? You know, I, I, you, you surround yourself with certain people. Um, you know, even in my office building, we got, we got amazing people in here and in and, 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 and all my industries. So I, I, I go, how did they do that? You know, and then if I don't understand it, I keep searching. I keep, I keep studying. I, the only thing, I, if we took an IQ test, I'm pretty sure you got a higher IQ than me. Oh, yes. um, and most people do. But me, I'm tenacious. I do, I do not know how to quit. And it, I allow it to bother me. I allow that to say, man, I, why don't I know that? I should, I should know this. And the cool thing is, is with the information age that we're in, th- all things can be known, right. right? And so then I study, and then I continue to study. And your brain is interesting in that, um, that I unlock different files, and then I remember them because of that. You know, and I, I, as I as I'm searching and I find it, I associate it immediately with everything that I know, and then I'm able to retain it. But it, it is that quest of how do you understand this? How is it... How is it that 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 can be done? And then I keep searching until I find the answer. And sometimes it takes me years. Some I mean, <laughs> I I wish I would say that I find most of my the questions to my answers today, but I keep bringing them back up, and sometimes you know I've been searching for things for fifteen years.
1: So asking the questions now, you mentioned something that might be important here, and and when you said unlocking a file, what does that mean? You and I have talked about
0: your brain, and and, and uh, I don't know how much we want to get into it today, but uh, I, I can tell you that your brain is amazing. It is it is probably one of the most incredible things. Well, it is the most incredible thing that, that are, that's on the earth. Right. And, and that's not just your brain. It's, it's your listeners' brains and everybody's brains out there. Um, and I like to think of our brains kind of as filing cabinets. Right. Um, and the interesting thing about your brain is that the more you put in your brain, the more storage that it can, it can hold. Wow. So yeah. the more I learn, the, the, the space that my brain creates uh, expands. Right. Right. So people go, I, you know, I, I don't want to read or, you know, I'm going to lose this or whatever. Now it goes in there. And, um, so I, I think of my, my, uh, my brain is as lots and lots of filing cabinets. So if I, if I say the word like water, you know, your brain opens that filing cabinet with water, and it and your brain, what you have in that file is going to be a little bit different than mine, right? Because we're sitting right here and I got a bottle of water, that's where my brain goes. But then it starts to go back to all of the different aspects of the water that I've had. If I run through my day, shower comes in, the water I drank this morning, what did I do yesterday, the last time I went swimming? All of those things are in that filing cabinet, which is pretty cool. And so that's what I mean when I talk about a filing cabinet. It's
1: crazy because you mentioned water. I think of, okay, gallon per day, first thing that came. Now I need a quarter to get a gallon per day. You know, right. That's how I fill it up. So I just associate it to, to a quarter. Do I have enough quarters? Like what's my quarter stash look like right now? Right. Um, my shower. I think about the shower. And, and I think I left the shower on a little bit too long before I got in there so the water can warm up today. Right. Um, you know, and it just – it, everything with water in that section is popping up for me right now right. as we're talking. Now, the mind storing things every day. We're seeing things. We're hearing things. We're smelling things. It's associating things. It's storing things. Now, this file cabinet could be huge with stuff already. Right. Um, so when there's so much going on in there like that, like for me, I just thought about 10 things. However, if I have a goal or I have something I'm focused on and I'm trying to get done, what would you give as far as an advice standpoint or, or even just a knowledge standpoint of like how to stay locked in and stay focused on what's in front of you and not getting distracted by everything that's out there.
0: I break it down to three, three kinds of memory, short-term, working memory, and long-term memory. And if you want to stay locked and loaded on something, how often are you recalling your goals, right? Um, the, the thing I tell people is you remember everything, right? How you recall them are, is something completely different. You know, when you say something like, I can't remember, what is it that you're saying is you're saying brain don't remember this because I'm too lazy to actually spend the time on getting that information out of my brain. So when it comes to goals, like how do I want to become successful today and how do I want to be stay successful is how often are you really thinking about it? Right? Am am I pulling that back out of my head and thinking about it and adding more to that file? Right? We often think that if I'm going to be successful, I'm going to be successful today. Right. And that's true. But that doesn't mean that you're going to feel that success today or tomorrow, but it will continue to add to those files. The more I continue to add to each one of those files, let's say my my goal is I want to I want to do 10 mortgages this month. But if that's the only time I think about it, my brain isn't going to associate all of the other things that are going on in my life to get those 10 loan loans done today. Or, or
1: this month, right? Jumping on real quick with the shameless plug, just because I can.
0: Let me give a shout out to uh, Stefan here. He's uh, done some loans for me. He's kicked some butt too. So if you uh, want to get some uh, loans done, I know that he, uh, he he closed some tough ones pretty quickly. So he did it. He did a great job on that too. So let's get the shout out for what he does and give him some business. And now back to the podcast. So every day, how and we call it affirmation. You know, everybody calls it something different. You see it, you believe it. But um, how often are you bringing that out? And and what you're doing is you're taking that. And you're putting it in your working memory and your brain is, it's incredible. What it does is it starts to associate. All of a sudden you meet somebody and that's in your working memory. I got to get 10 loans. I got to get 10 loans. I got to get 10 loans. And you meet somebody who needs a loan and it's right there. And then you do such a good job with that one person. What you've done is I, I tell people, you know, they ask me, what's the definition of a sale? Definition of a sale to me is the transfer of enthusiasm. I take my enthusiasm for something and I transfer it to you, right? And then what happens is I tell people, you really want to get stuff done, light yourself on fire and go outside. I promise everyone will stop and watch you. Now what happens is people get so excited about that and then they come and they they touch you. You lit them on fire, right? right? And so if if I'm constantly thinking about that, I'm putting that in my working memory and I'm getting excited about it, when you come... And you need a loan, and I do, such a, I do such a good job at it, I lit you on fire. So what now happens is that I put that in your memory, I put that in your working memory, and they're thinking about me. Right. So what happens is I'm on fire, you're on fire, and now the two of us are standing out on the street, and more than one people are, are, are stopping to see
1: us. What I'm hearing is it's like a feeling or energy that's coming from that, what's work in the working memory. So if somebody passes my way and they want to do a loan, or I want to bring them to that same energy, and so then I'm thinking of you. And now all of a sudden you came to mind.
0: Right. Me. So the interesting thing is, is like these filing cabinets that we talk about is I can put my, I can put myself in all those files. Right. right? So the next time you think of the, the file water, right. I'm in there. Right. Right. You, you can't get me out of there. I stuck right. myself in there and forever, you're going to remember the time that we sat here right. and talked about water. So the next time when you're out and someone's like, how much water did you drink? Unfortunately, that file has got clay Abernathy in it for you. Right which is awesome. Right. Awesome for me, sucks for you, right? You're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about water, why is clay in my head, right? But what I did was I added myself to that filing cabinet because I associated myself right. with something that you need. Right. right? And that can be done with all the files, right? And so that transfer of enthusiasm is so I get you excited about something, loans, or uh, real estate, or it could be a pet rock, you know, for whatever it is. Anytime you think about that, uh, I should be the first thing that comes out. Now, if I don't stay on top of that or I don't talk to you or I do a bad, I get moved down in that filing cabinet where sometimes when you open a file, it's the first couple of files. It takes a lot more energy to get to those bottom pieces of paper in that filing cabinet, right? right? And so uh, as I, if I get you enough energy or, or excitement or enthusiasm about that, what happens is that's always on the top. No,
1: that makes a lot of sense. Like, man, I, I ran into somebody yesterday and we talked about a refinance three months ago. And then I seen them yesterday and it felt like that paper was at the bottom of the file. Right. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's my responsibility to a be on fire for it for myself and then B thinking, how am I going to get in other people's and cabinets and like that on fire? So that way it's always top of mind.
0: And the way you do that, the best way to do that is associate something that, that they, that they're excited about. So if I teach you something that you're like, that is awesome. I cannot believe that. And it's so, and and when I say awesome, simple, right? When we talk about this filing cabinet, it's simple. It's like, yeah, of course, that's what my brain did. Your brain goes, yeah, that's what I did. And so when it comes out to teaching somebody, it's very easy for you to teach. Sometimes, um, like in real estate, I've been doing this 20 years. I get so excited about things. And then I just uh, essentially throw up on people with the words that come out and they have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm using words that they've never heard before. Right. And so those don't go in their filing cabinet. It, goes, it doesn't, doesn't even hit their working memory, just straight to short term right into the recycle bin. So we have to make sure that when we're talking or getting people excited that it's, that it's something that they can understand and that they can
1: regurgitate. That's big. And it, and it feels like we just we hit the helicopter and we just flew right over everything right now. The difference between working memory, long-term memory. And short-term memory is what.
0: We'll start with short-term memory because that's the easiest. We call it your short-term memory, or your working memory. Or I'm sorry, your short-term memory or your doorway memory. Um, it, it's what I call your recycling bin, right. right? As as we talk, you can only hold so many things in your brain at one point in time. Right. So what ends up happening is you recycle that information, or you throw it in the trash, however you want to want to call uh, whatever you want to call it is. You can only hold so much in. Um, it, it, sometimes when you're in the middle of a conversation, it'll stop and you and n- nobody can remember what was going on. Right. Right? And you're like, what were we talking about? That's your short-term memory. Because what happens is you recycle that information. Your, 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 brain's like, I don't know what we're talking about. It really wasn't important. There's no point. Right. Also called the doorway memory. And this is one of my favorite ones is that, um, oftentimes you'll be like in your bedroom or, or in a different place and you'll go, uh, I gotta, I'm going to go do the laundry and you end up in the kitchen eating a sandwich. Right. And you're like what am I doing in the ki- I w- what was I doing? I was going to do something. What was I going to do? And and you're eating the sandwich and just happy as all can be and you're like oh, I I forgot I got to go do the laundry. Right, right. And then we do something to ourselves which actually damages our brain in a manner as we say man, I'm so stupid. I, I, I can't believe right. I can't remember. There's something wrong with me. Right. right. But your short-term memory is what would be considered. Your spatial memory, right. you know, and this is what keeps you alive. Uh, as you walk through a doorway, the um the space changes and as it changes your brain actually recycles everything that it was holding on to to keep you safe in that current room that you're in so what happens oftentimes your thoughts that you're having of like i'm going to go to the, i'm going to do the laundry right. get recycled with that spatial memory so it just gets thrown in the trash and so you get through the doorway and you end up in the kitchen you're like what was i doing so what ends up happening in that manner is it's a healthy brain. That, that ending up in the kitchen when you're going to the laundry room, when you walk through four doors actually says that your brain is working really well. Right. And so that's your short term memory in its simplest form, right. right, is it's it's kind of the stuff that allow that start to get our working memory. Right. And which goes to our working memory, which is the things that I can hold in context for a period of time. So right now we have in our working memory, our short-term memory that we're talking about. We, we've got the water file open that we got. So we've got all these different files open. Interesting enough, while we're talking, you can, you can throw random files in there. Like, did I leave the stove on? You know, did I kiss my wife? Go-? You know, it, all of these things. And, and you can start adding random things to your working memory that shouldn't be there at this point in time, but you're holding them there. And then sometimes when you're doing that, you you you're throwing other things in the recycle bin that shouldn't. And that's and your working memory can again still only hold so many things in context. I, I call your working memory it's the table that you're currently working on and how many files you have open. And sometimes if you have too many files open in your brain, you can't really go through another file. Does that make sense?
1: A hundred percent. And I'm fascinated because as the host of this podcast right now, even if I had a question, the fact that we threw so many different images in in files in into my working memory i i recycled a couple of them already they're they're gone and and unless that moment comes back up i don't think i'm gonna get them back and uh it's that's a fascinating concept because i feel like my my brain is working it's healthy right like it's just an affirmation on that like it it doesn't mean that hey um any negative thought that could come out of it. it just means it's a healthy working memory however it's up to me to manage it,
0: right, and, and yeah. it's also you know we uh, I call them attention blinks. So we can have an attention blink. Uh, our 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 phone, mm-hmm. our 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 computers, um, our, our kids. You know, and they can have as many attention blinks as as, as they possibly want. That's an important one. But uh, when we're thinking about one concept or one idea, and we're trying to magnify that concept right it takes deep thought and, and it means that sometimes you got to go into a room where you have no attention blinks and you got to work it out right but sometimes it's really hard to go through those files so you know sometimes it's like okay i gotta figure this out but then your phone goes off right. and then it's an email or it's a client or it's this and then what happens is you never can really get working on that file and that's kind of important Well,
1: for a listener this is i'm just giving my experience i'm being authentic about it if i wanted to hold something in our conversation right now. However, I know there's going to be more things going on, but the key was like, okay, that was something I want to hold on to long-term. How am I going to get it there? Long-term
0: memory are the things that you hold on to forever, okay. right? Um, there are certain things that you don't have to think about that go directly into long-term memory. And I like to believe that we we rem- we remember all things. We just can't always recall them. Um, but there are three things that go directly into your long-term memory. The, the first one is... Um, things that you taste anything you taste you always remember it right and you might say oh I don't remember what that tasted like but you actually do um there there's always a food you don't like and the reason is that you ate it and you're like I don't like that and people people go why don't you like it I I just I don't like it Right. right and and your interesting thing about tasting is you can remember all of the times you tasted something now you might not remember it immediately but that filing cabinet is, if you allow it to go open, you can remember every time you ate apple pie or what, what grandma's apple pie tasted like, or, and then it takes you back to a recall point. And then you can remember all things that happened in that day, which is, which is amazing. I mean, it's incredible. Second thing that you remember without, uh, that goes straight into it is um, smells. So you, the same thing is similar to taste. Um, smells go directly into your long-term memory. And then very similar to that are the things that you touch. So those things don't have to go through your working memory or your short-term memory to to, um, uh, to last forever. Um, so those things are three of the things that go directly in there. But what you're asking uh, before was um, how do you get these things into your long-term memory with, if you can't touch, taste, or smell them? If you can tuss, touch, taste, or smell it, you'll remember it forever. Right. So if it's something that you really want to remember, lick it. <laughs> um, you know, if you can, uh, right. or figure out a way to touch it a new sensation and you have to think about it, you know, and, and this seems so simple, um, but it's to keep you safe. Right. You know, your brain, if you smelled something that you, know, you can smell danger before you, before you die, right? If you're going into a place you shouldn't be and there's a smell that's, it, it, it's a sense that says, be careful. Don't go that way. You've smelled this before. Don't do that. Right. Tasting that almost killed you. Don't do that. Right. You almost burnt your hand off, don't touch that, right? So the same thing kind of goes with trying to get something from your working memory into your long-term memory. If you can't do one of those things, you have to associate it with one of those things that you've done. Right. So I associated myself to something that I know right. that you've done, right. water. right? So I know that you actually know what water tastes like, so guess what? It, it, it comes out, right. right? So if you can associate with something that is touch, taste, or smell – that's going to be an easier way to get your get get it into your long-term memory. Um, that, that makes sense? A hundred
1: percent. That's got to be the trick on finding some kind of way to do that without being super awkward. Because I want to remember this moment. I don't want to lick the microphone. However, that concept would probably stick it. I take people to lunch. Yeah. That's what I do. I got highly important clients or people that I, I
0: take them to lunch. You know, because we're eating. Right. Yeah, and I know that that food, they might not remember that that I was there but they'll be able to recall the food and then they'll go like, who was I sitting with? And they're like, oh yeah, Clay. I was sitting with Clay, what were we talking about? Because it becomes easier to recall those other memories when I know that I got them, I got something into their long-term memory, which would be the the food, right? right? That's why a lot of times that people market, they they give food out. You know, they give something that uh, they can touch, you know, fidget thing, you know, because they're constantly touching it. That will associate them with you.
1: Every time you think of them or something that's super valuable like, like stress balls, I could imagine what that's why people give out stress balls is because sure. Sure. they're constantly touching it. If they need that, right. they're using that. Right, that makes sense, right. and, and it's powerful because like going into moments, I want to remember. Like I can think of like being at Disneyland with my family, fireworks are going off, and perhaps what's going on in my mind is I want my wife and my family to remember this moment, so I start to hug people or touch people, sure. and maybe the touch is what's like sinking that in a little bit because now when i touch a shoulder you think of all these moments where where i try to connect right and and it's and it's again it's difficult to figure out exactly
0: how that goes we you know in science we haven't figured that out completely but we we have figured out this thus far and uh, the more people we start becoming cognizant or thinking about it and understanding it the, the the faster we'll develop these things but we definitely know
1: that that this is the way it works that's the fast way that's the secret there is if if you can get there, I and mean, I just love how it works because I'm paying attention to everything, every every distraction, every, like, you know, my senses are up on, on the world, I would say, um, just because I can associate on, on what it's doing right now, and, and I think it's powerful. I, we talked about it of, of, like, dropping the basket. I think we use that right. concept of everything in the short term or the working memory um, on, like, when you move rooms and everything just changed. So like you, like you said, when you walk into the kitchen, you change the room, and it's like, shoot, it, everything just switched for me. So one of it being, just to recap, is your, your brain's working fine, nothing's wrong with you. Remembering that concept. Um, the key is, is, if it's really important, find something to associate it with um, by taste, touch, or feel, or smell, and you can do that. You can probably get a little bit more things done and and feel better about that 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 you do that that's probably helpful
0: correct yeah and, and the other thing you can do is just keep bringing it up to your brain right
1: so the affirmation yeah
0: learn learn how to recall it constantly because you know it means it, when it goes in the recycle bin pick it back up right. you know the hard part with that oftentimes though is that you end up with things going on in your brain you really don't want there all the time right. you know so you're, you but if it's something that's good you just keep bringing
1: it so back. would you say the affirmation is like flooding Flooding your brain with what you want to focus on versus allowing random things to pop in and take over on it. I believe uh, that you are in control of your own life.
0: Um, you know, I have this discussion with a lot of people. I, I believe that I can change anything in my life. You know, I do not believe that that. Uh, it, it, you know, I grew up extremely poor. That's not who I am now. I, I grew up with certain tendencies based upon. The way I grew up that's not who I am now there there are things that I saw as a child that I love and I keep those right so I can change or keep my good or my bad tendencies right right? so um, you got to think of what you're bringing into your brain right so if if all you do with your life is, is watch TV shows, you know you're going to associate everything that with TV shows. So you're either going to be the greatest TV show watcher in the world that recalls stuff that's only relevant to the TV or anybody else who's watching TV, right. or maybe hopefully you make it and you, and you go, okay, this is this is how I'm going to make TV. But again, what what is it that I'm putting in there and what is it that I'm trying to get out all of the time? Right. Does that
1: make sense? I think that's powerful and it shows on on your success in life, whether you call it that or not, you know, it's these just growing and getting better constantly and paying attention to your thoughts, paying attention to, to what you're holding on to in, in those files, I think is important, right. you know, and, and based off that, I could say that doing a lot more of that is going to help just in general. Like, Hey Clay, how, do, how do you do it, man? Like it's, it's freaking cool from the outside looking at your life and seeing, you know, everything that you have, but at the same time, um, you know, the, the question probably pops up a lot for you. Like, how do you do it? Like, <laughs> I, don't
0: I don't know. I mean, in all honesty, I, I don't know. Um, but I, I, you know, when I, you, there are classical books that you, you read, you know, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh-huh. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. And I remember when I first read them 20 years ago, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I go back through and I, I read them again. But I remember when I first read them, I was like, how do I ever become that person? Right. Like, how do I, there's no way. There's no way I could ever be that person. And now I read them and I'm like, I'm doing all that crap. right. How am I doing all that stuff? And it's one day at a time, right. you know I, I, I read the book, I try to implement what I can. you know I, I, I read that and I say that's a good idea. Okay, I become that person and I fail so many times. Right. Every day I'm like, man, I'm still not that person. or I' can't, I just can't do that. And that's, again, you believe you can or believe you can't, but that's, that's me telling myself I'm, I'm wrong. And then I go, no, I can do that. Let's try again. Right. And then I try again and I try again, but then I get so involved in, in trying to become better that I don't realize that I've actually become better or that I've accomplished things. Right. And I don't really look down. I always say the, the, the easiest way to fall off a ladder is to see where you fall, <laughs> you know, and you fall. And then, and then you go, man, I was really high up there. But now that I've been up there, it's easy for me to climb that ladder again, you know. And so, that's I again. I wish I could tell you how, how I do it. I can tell you what I do is I keep trying, right. you know. And I never I never quit, you know. If if I thought of something 15 years ago that I was gonna do, right. I'm gonna do it, right. right. And maybe it takes me 15 years or 20 years or 30 years or who knows. I got time. Yeah, I got lots of time. I'll, I'll do it, you know. And people go, oh, you'll never do that. Right. Nobody says that to me anymore. In fact, most people go, just don't, don't question him. Right. Just do what he says. Right. And, and I, don't, I, I like people to question me, right. but it's because they go, well, he's definitely going to do it. Right. Timeframe, I'm normally off.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm normally like, yeah, I know it was a year ago,
0: but I did it better. <laughs> than I thought
1: it, it was just lined up or meant to be the way it yeah, was. Yeah,
0: and and I don't know if I've ever told so I was a hang glider for a, a, a little while. I had no idea. I love it. Okay. Um, but I had a really good friend of my uh, mine die in my arms. Um and he was uh he was 21 and I was I was 20, 20 28. And um I don't do it anymore. Uh, my wife said you can do it once you get once the babies are 18 and then you can go do something crazy and I agreed with her. Uh, but in hang gliding there, this kind of goes along with this is why I'm bringing it up. The first thing they teach you in hang gliding is, um, you know, how you hold the hang glider before you run off this cliff. Right. And, and that's crazy. Like the first time you ever do that, you're like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. And then you run off the cliff and all of a sudden the hang glider just picks up and you just, you start flying and you're like, this is the coolest thing ever. But the, the, the other thing they teach you uh, after you get your grip and, and to teach you to run is where are your eyes? Right. Where are you looking? And that's super important because in, in a hang glider, um, the, the distribution of weight is super important. So if you move your head one way, guess what the hang glider does? It moves that way. Right. right? It, it, it just kind of tilts you over and then your and then your glider just kind of goes that way. So a lot of people will crash with their hang gliders. And um, one of the things that they, they ask him is, did you see what you flew into? You know what the answer always is? I was looking right at it. Right? Of course I saw it. I was looking right at it. Right. And the thing is, is in a hang glider, you, where you're looking is where you fly. And that's the same thing with life, right? We see exactly what we're looking at and we hit it. I'm going to fail. Yep. Yes, you are. Damn because right. you're looking at it. Right. Right. You're looking right at it. You, you know, that tree, I see it. So in hang gliding, I see the tree, but I'm not going to look at the tree. I'm going to look around the tree. Right. But instead, we're like, oh, the tree, the tree, the tree, the tree, the tree. I'm going to hit the tree. I'm going to hit the fence. I'm going to hit the, the, the post. I'm going to run into this. Right. And so you keep your focus on the thing that isn't really that important. Right. But guess what? You fly right into it. Right. That's exactly where you fly. Life is the same way. Now, I see the tree. I see the obstacles. I see that I'm going to say this to my family, and they're going to go, you can't do that. I I, I see that. That's the tree. I'm not going to fly into it. So, But I'm still going to tell them. But I'm not going to allow that to take my focus away. I'm going to say that's going to be a problem. This person's going to say that. That person's going to say this. This one's going to try to make me do that. The world's going to try to stop me from doing this. But the goal is, is that I'm going to land my hang glider in a safe spot. Right. I'm going to enjoy the the flight, and I'm going to land where I want to go. And I'm not going to pay attention to the things that are going to cause me problems. Are they there? Yes. Right. Am I going to am I going to see them? Yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm going to make sure. Okay, don't look at it anymore. Right. right? And I'm gonna fly around it and I'm gonna be safe. Same thing goes in life. You you
1: you you fly where you look. It's powerful to, to the fact that you've actually done that in real life because like how is, can you correlate stuff? Like you've actually done something that you can go directly to if you need to, just because you've done it based off experience. Okay. And the consequences are what? Fatal? Real? Like it's, it's not just a bike where you get back up or something like that. Like it's, it is the concept of this is so important because it's not just my life at stake. It's someone else's and uh, just being able to have that, use that is important.
0: And it associates, and you could probably look through your filing cabinets and realize that, yeah, I I fly exactly where I I want. My favorite saying, I say to everyone, believe you can or believe you can't either way. You're correct. You fly where you look. You could say it the same way whatever you want and, and you look back and you go, it's interesting. And I think that most people feel this way is everything that I've ever wanted I've gotten. And sometimes we want things, we want turmoil in our life. Right. We want to play the victim. We want, you know, people to feel sorry for us. And I'm like, right. why do you want, why do you want that? Don't we want people to, to become more and become better? And so I, again, that affirmation, I, I think is the same thing. It's like, what, what is it that I want? And if I don't want that, then let's change my brain. Right. Let's change my thoughts. Let's change what it is. And that's not easy. Right. It is really difficult to not look at that tree that you're about to hit.
1: <laughs> it's not easy. A hundred percent. No, that's that's a powerful concept. I think that that if anything, if people can take something away from this podcast, it is it is that concept of just staying locked on where you're going and experiencing the journey and enjoying the journey along the way. And Staying focused on that. I think the uh, pulling out the affirmations in the process, if I'm in that moment right now, it's like I see a tree. However, I look straight like I'm I fly confident, like whatever those things are going to be for me. That's probably going to be the things that I'm going to focus on, because now I know if I focus on the turmoil, it's coming. Right.
0: And and a lot of people are unwilling to change their their course or their plan, too. Right. They'll say, this is my plan. I'm going to stay on this problem is is that in the middle of that flight there was something there that you didn't see but i'm still i'm 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 sticking to my course well that's dumb because you you run right into something you didn't right no i'm not changing right right? no change you know If, if if something presents itself that you didn't see Go around it, right. you know, get back on track afterwards, but that's okay. You know, uh, everything that I've ever done, and I, I feel like I've done a, a, a lot of fun things. I mean, I was a professional clown for nine years. I was a no dance teacher. No freaking idea. No I was idea. A, I was a dance teacher for 15 years. No in the, idea. <laughs> in the midst of all this, I mean, ballroom, Latin, sway, all those things are great, right? Did I ever see the course that I would be at today? No. No, it's not what I thought, but I did know that I wanted to be successful. I wanted to create. I wanted to have fun, and so one thing took me that way. But it, it, I course correct. I get back to where I wanted to be, and I and I love those skills and those th- those opportunities that I have. So, if something takes you away and it, and it still meets the goal, well, go do it, and then and then and then course correct again. You, you might not get it exactly in your time frame. Time frames are you know, in, in, the, in the theory of God, I think time is all relative to us now. Right. We're like, I have to get it done today, which I agree. We we want to hit schedules. And especially in our industries, we have schedules that we got to hit. But in, in life, it's life. Right. Time, time is irrelevant when it really comes down to it. I just got to make sure I'm continually working.
1: It's such a powerful visual with the hang gliding because now I can correlate everything to that basically is, you know, even when you said that you did something that seems like it took you off journey, but at the same time, like that could have been you working around a tree, yeah. but you're still going to where you're going and you still set a time frame, you know, because you, that's just how it works. You, you set a, you set a target right. and, and you go after it. However, you're not focused on anything else other than getting to the goal and all these things come up. But you said one of the affirmations was to enjoy the journey. Well, okay. did you enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. Target met. Like we're still moving right. and it's okay. That's gotta be something like to, that feels good knowing that, that everything's just working out, man. And, and, uh, and you continue to keep that mindset moving forward because I mean, shoot, how old are you, man? Like you got 39. 39. Like, what does that mean? Like it from, from, I got got lots of time left, (laughs) (laughs) which is which is crazy because like going into like a different mindset of it, there's something else that says, man, like all that scarcity kicks in or we have no time left, you know, or like, What's the average male live to eighty five? If you if it's all healthy, like so, it's like there's one thing to focus on that way. Or I have all the time. I'm gonna enjoy the journey. Here's my targets. I'm going after
0: right. And if the Lord takes me off today, I'm I'm okay with that. But I I hope that I'm useful. Right. And some of the things that I believe that I don't think a lot of people believe. Um, is that I don't believe in retirement right I do what I want I've always done what I want me I, you know i I want to have fun during that time if if I'm no longer doing anything then he'll take me off this earth right. so if I can do everything that I want hopefully he'll let me stay here for 120 years right. yeah 200 years I don't, I don't care you know yeah. as long as I'm proving my worth you know I don't what, what fun would it be to sit on a beach and do nothing that that's great for a day right. but that, that, that doesn't seem like a dream to me I, you know I, I love work and I love producing I love I love meeting people I love the excitement of that um, so I, I, I just don't believe in retirement I think I think it's a lie that we've we've that people have said well, if I work hard I can I could no longer have to work later right. and, and that's actually really bad for your body and and it's proven that it's extremely bad for your brain
1: That's crazy because I mean you could be essentially be working fast and hard to end life early basically exactly a, a form of living you know what i mean and, and on average they live five years yeah. after retirement man i deep story but i remember one time my my father who passed away in 2020 said man like 2018 i said dad what are you doing he's like oh i'm just you know i'm laying down i'm retired son and in three years later like you know he's he's not here and and uh who knows how all that worked out but at the same time it's still a concept to like when you stop moving you stop working yeah movement is the key to life yeah man. that's tough man that's that's got to be enough fire when you talk about lighting the fire like that's got to be enough fire to to keep moving and being around the people that are keep that are moving as well
0: yep yeah and i'm okay i'm okay with stopping doing one thing but then you teach right like at ideal at ideal institute what we do is um, we have our teachers are all retired. And, and i don't want to say retired like i had a guy that talked to me um, Uh, last week he's he's 76 and he builds a million dollar wine cellars in in new york Uh, that's all he wine cellars million plus dollars for for a a wine cellar and he and he said clay you know to live my western dream out the greatest thing that i could do is finish my 50 years in construction and come give my knowledge to your students And I'm like, heck yeah, (laughs) heck yeah. Like, do you have any idea what that means? And a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to live on the beach. I'm okay with stopping that career because you've made your money. But now take that and teach the next generation, right? And I mean nothing to teachers. I know your wife's a teacher in this. But, you know, in most successful countries, we've kind of lost here. And and throughout time is normally when you get towards the end of your life. You've done it, you go back and you teach the younger generation. Well, people are saying, "Oh, well, I'm retiring, I'm going to live on the beach, I'm not going to go do anything. That's not what we should be doing. We should be taking those guys like this guy in New York, Well, phenomenal dude. He says, oh, dude, it would be the greatest thing, because he's a worker. Right. It would be the greatest thing if I could come and transfer that knowledge. You said that about the podcast, why do you do podcasts, right? That, what greater thing than that guy coming to my school, you know, next semester and teaching us how to build that high quality of stuff you know it, amazing right, right? And, and and but what does that do for the for the the kids that are in my school right because it cuts off 50 years of learning because this guy's made all those mistakes right. they don't do that i made that mistake and and, and they sponge it up so what we we'll be able to build and what we'll be able to create in the next in the next 10 or 20 years if we can get our society to believe that right. and if we can Watch what we create. Watch what we do, because I didn't have any mentors, which is crappy. You know, I, I had to figure all this out myself. I mean, but if I had one person like that, that would have just cut out all all of this hard time. Fast track it. Gosh, dude, it would have been it would have been awesome. Right. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing at Ideal is we're taking these guys and we're putting them in place, saying this is this is important. And the thing is is that they're out there. Right. There's so many of them out there. We just don't hear about it. And that, and that's the that's the second thing that I think uh, I believe a little different than most people. But I'm okay with that. I don't I don't believe in retiring and stop working, go and live on the beach. But if you want to retire, so you don't you, you're not doing that same thing. Go teach it. Right,
1: you give know, back,
0: give back, seems... and what, what will happen to our society if we can get get that on board?
1: I think it's powerful for those students as well. It's teaching them like the circle of life because they see this man doing it. They know that they're gonna do that when it's their time, and they're gonna give back. They're not just gonna cut out and you know, be done with the world here. They're gonna they're gonna get back to somebody who potentially needs it on that day day and place and it's gonna be different for them and all of their files they, they get, get to share and cut out for other people. people. You right. You know, and, and just keep that process going.
0: They'll live forever. Right. Right. Because it's not that knowledge we're talking about that too. We sometimes we have things that we say and do, we don't know where we got it. But, you know, that gets shared, it lives on forever. Right. And that's that's really true joy in, in my eyes, and and he's not the only guy. I've got two other guys that'll be our, our next teachers that are jumping at the bit and say, man, how great would it be to teach this? And and that's the thing that I don't think we see in society. We we think that the world is is disintegrating, right? But I've got I've got guys in their 50s, 60s, and 70s that are like, let me come teach, and they're excited about doing it. They're like, oh, you don't have to pay me, you know. I will pay them, of right. course, right. but they're just excited
1: to transfer that information and we've lost that in in a lot of our industries that's got to be a good feeling too though like at a certain point like i don't need anything man i just want to give right and uh that's got to live on forever like something that you can pass on to to that person in that time and just help and make them their life better essentially that's powerful stuff man that is powerful stuff so Clay, if if somebody wanted to I know we talked about a lot here and and hopefully some of the tools that, uh, you know, some of the tools in the brain and the mind help somebody. But at the same time, if if people wanted to know more about you or or Ideal Institute, um, how would they contact you just to just to just to see what it's about? You know, maybe somebody wants to give back and be of service or maybe somebody just, you know, is is a. Uh, tired of what they're doing and they want to do something different and, and uh, you may have an opportunity for them.
0: Right. Uh, you can find us at ideal trade Institute. Um, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook and the videos we're putting out there. Um, uh, those, those are probably the best ways to contact us. Um, you know, we, uh, it's, it, we again with the insurance you can look us up. It's Manova Insurance or Manova Real Estate. It's Castle Construction. Uh, maybe you're interested in coming to the school. Interesting thing about our students is they're all walks of life. I got 18 year old uh, people in there. I got a highly successful uh, real estate in there. Uh, sold 150 uh, houses in the last little bit, yeah. um, and she's 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 kicking butt. It's actually really fun to see. Um, that she, and 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 again the same thing that we talk about is she is upgrading her life and so are these so are these kids I got um, it in, in there I also have an uh, engineer that uh, work for uh, works for the railroad right. and just want wants more and wants to and again it's build that long term memory when you build that long term memory that tactile you can add so many other things to your life you can become so much more um, so you can go to idealtrade.institute and apply if that's what you're interested in if you're interested in anything else you can you can email us or call us and um, you know again we're trying to give back to the community and, and the tiny houses that we build there, because that's what is what, right. what happened. I don't know if I mentioned that, but uh, uh, they'll be up for sale. So um, people go, how can I donate or how can I do that? We, we, we're not one to take people's money. Um, but if you want to buy something that we, that we build, uh, you can buy a tiny home. They're all reg- registered with the state of Arizona. So they're uh, modular homes. They're built to um, the standards of the uh, international building codes. So right. they're the same as a single family residence right. uh, built that way. But we, right. can, we can put it on your home and it adds values, mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is really cool. Um, we can build uh, these modules. We can add them together up to 3,000 square foot or something as small as 199 square foot. Um, so that's the other thing that people can do also is they, they can support us in our journey by um, by buying with us rather than somebody else. And we are building some serious quality stuff.
1: That's super cool. I'm going to make sure to put some pictures in so people can see the quality that's coming out of these these modular homes that, that are uh, powerful. Man, I was looking at one yesterday and I was like, man, I think I'm going to get one of those for the backyard. Like, yeah. yeah. There's so much I can do with that. Like and and then knowing it adds value, but at the same time, like knowing where it came from, knowing that somebody put their 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 sweat into this and and, uh, and it's helping out somebody get from one place to another um in the process. Like all of that is like something to stand behind and look, you know, if somebody's gonna get me on fire about buying something, that's gonna be it. Like that. Ladies and gentlemen, Clay Abernathy here on the always all in podcast we hope you found some sort of value here today um if if you like what you hear like what you see just make sure to reach out man that that's that's the the mission the vision is is just to share what it is that we have on our heart and our chest all right